everyone. This is Shannon Abel, Media Marketing Specialist at Blue Acorn ICI and host of The Funnel, an experience-driven commerce podcast. Each episode, I interview customer experience experts to discuss the latest trends and topics that matter most to brand and retail professionals. Today, we have with us Brian Coleman, SEO Specialist at Blue Acorn ICI. Welcome, Brian. Well, oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, today we're going to talk about voice assistance, but before we hop in, can you just give us a little bit, tell us a little bit about your background? Sure. I've been doing SEO and content marketing and content writing, copywriting for about going on seven years. That comes off of uh, 15 years of being in journalism, being in uh, TV news journalism as a, as a, mostly as a TV news producer. So that was my, uh, my writing background gave me some other avenues to explore. So I took a hard right turn towards content marketing and really started to delve into SEO. And just, it's always changing. It's fun. And it's, you see a lot of ways to be creative with it. It's all about trying to get eyeballs on your site. So it's, um, it's challenging, but in a good way. It's, it's ever changing. Awesome. And you've been at Blue Acorn ICI how long now? I'll be, I just celebrated four years this, actually four years yesterday. Awesome. Uh, yeah, April 26th, uh, 2016. So just four years and it's been great. It keeps getting better. All right. So like I said before, we're going to be talking about voice assistants and how they play into commerce. So let's just start out with changing climate with voice assistants. I think I read recently that nearly one in four households have a smart speaker in their home now. So how is that really playing into commerce? Well, yeah, and you, you just hit it, the numbers, and then we're, we go by the numbers, and the estimates change a lot. There's a couple analysts out there predicting that by the end of 2020, by the end of this year, the, the half of all searches will be done by voice search, and 30% of all web browsing is going to be done without a screen. So we're going to be sitting on our couches or our chairs asking our Google Assistant or Alexa, where should we buy this, and what's the best price? So... It's kind of, and that's an interesting time because we're still in the early stages of voice search. I think the uh, you know the numbers fluctuate to how much real shopping's done and how much real commerce is done. So we have to sort of be prepared. What I we want to be prepared for what's ahead, even if we're not sure exactly when that's going to be. Meaning is is just is voice search ever going to be dominant in terms of sh online shopping? Well, I think that's that's looking too far to a crystal ball. So what we need to do is just be prepared for it and trying to start thinking about what's ahead and how to best maximize it. Right. And how does it fit into your current channel strategy or. Yeah. You have to think about it in terms of marketing and it's great for local SEO. Obviously local SEO is really, I think where you're going to see voice search have a more immediate impact in the near future. If it hasn't already, especially right. given where we are right now with a lot of us at home for a really extended period of time, uh, we know things like delivery is up. We know e-commerce is going to be up. But people are going to realize that I can use, if, if the people that use Alexa every day to just help manage their daily calendar are going to be searching for things like who has the, or can I get a pizza delivered tonight? Or where can I get cleaning products delivered? And that might seem elementary, but again, it's still in the early stages of that. And so that's what, so local search is going to be greatly impacted by it as we keep going. And I think it'll, it'll, it'll outboard from there because once you start doing it, it's like anything else. It's like we were 15, 10 or 15 years ago of the smartphone. Now everybody just looks at their phone or just could buy things with one click. 
I think we're sort of there with voice search. It doesn't feel natural for a lot of people yet, but there's a chance that it will get to that stage. So how should brands start if they do currently have some kind of voice search? How should they go about optimizing it? It's the, the same basic principles apply to all the other areas of SEO. You got to do your research and know your customer. Know what your customer is looking for. Know what you offer and know and try to align the two. It basically, like it goes back to how do my customers think? What are the questions they're going to be asking? And can I answer them? Be honest with yourself and also have, an, have a good overview of your customers. And there's a whole bunch of ways to do that. I mean, if, you, if you're at that point, you should be able to have enough um, data to look at what being what's popular, what your customers are looking for, and try and answer those questions. Like what kind of text search inquiry or queries people are putting into your website, or even asking customer service what people are asking. Customer service, that's a great offshoot of this. We don't think about that enough, I don't think. Is And that ties, I think, into voice search. People that are calling into a customer service rep, and I'm saying, I understand this doesn't apply to all businesses, but if it does, Use that avenue. Talk to your customer service reps, your manager, who uh, if there are specific teams for specific clients, because the customer is going to ask the customer service rep a question different than they are going to type into their phone or, or their laptop uh, trying to get a, result, a search result from Google. They're going to have a much more conversational attitude with, the, with an actual service rep. So if that's the case, think about it. Okay, then that's where you have, sort of have to think about it in terms of voice search. People talk to Alexa the way they talk to a customer service rep. It's conversational and it's simple. So that takes us back to, for me, back to the, the starting point of SEO years ago when we were all focused on keywords and all that. You don't want to focus so much on keywords like we did back then where a keyword was the be-all and end-all of SEO, but it might be time to sort of simplify your thought process and search inquiries. People are going to be much more casual in their speech and then their questions with voice search. And so that goes back to what we're saying on who's got the cheapest uh, cleaning products in town? Where can I get the cheapest lawn furniture when you're doing a home project while you're cooped up at home? Think of that, sort of incorporates some of the keywords of old. You know, in SEO, we always talk about unique keywords because unique means you might be able to get a better niche and carve out a space for yourself at a crowded field. But that's the balance. You also have to keep things simple with voice search. It's a delicate balance. It's not easy, but that's something people should start thinking about when they're marketing for voice searches. But the voice search results, should those results have a similar tone to how the customers are speaking? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the big thing. Think about how the customer is speaking. And that's why I love what you brought up before. If you are a client that has has access to customer service reps, talk to those reps, talk to the, the, the managers, the managers of those customer rep teams. And if you use reviews on your site, go over those reviews. It, it's time consuming. Absolutely. But it doesn't all have to be done in a day. It's just more about incorporating those tools into your content marketing and your marketing research. And what industry should be looking into voice search? Right now, I would say probably any industries where they're seeing an uptick in delivery in sort of, sort of home home delivery and home products that people are not going out to the store for right now, but maybe they did before. Clothing, household products, certainly groceries, grocery items, things that people till recently, maybe they were not, maybe they were doing at least some of that in box stores and at retail store, actually physically going there. Even with fashion, a lot, a lot of people will buy clothes online, but you still, 
all the stuff that that's great for convenience, but it's it's another thing when people are forced to do that because the, the box stores are now closed. So start thinking about how you can maximize that with voice search. Once we're past the pandemic we're in right now, do you see more people still? I'm sure right now, like you said, like there's an uptick in people using their voice assistants right now. But do you think that will that habit will stay once we're past the pandemic? Oh man, I wish I had. If I had that answer. <laughs> If I had that answer, um, it's hard to say. I think we're so early in this and it's just so much uncharted territory. My first, my initial thought is to assume yes, that we will. Just assume that this is going to be part of life moving forward and be prepared for that. And just, again, voice search should just be another tool to use. Right. You know, we talked about it before. Uh, Ten years ago, smartphones were kind of the new no- becoming the new norm. Think of, a vo- think of the voice assistance as being the new norm. A lot of people are going to find out that they can do more than just tell you what the weather is going to be like today. You know, right. there's, there's, more, there's more ways to use that, use that tool. And as I think more uh, marketers begin to use voice search, you'll see that there'll be cross-promotion. Social media campaigns will mention shop on Google Assistant or Alexa email marketing campaigns will mention that they'll, they'll say pro there'll be promo codes tied to voice searches. So it's just things like that. Coming up with a promo code, make sure it's a simple promo code to speak. You'd think that sounds silly, but it's not. If it's a long winded promo code and it's got 13 digits, that's okay to cut and paste into from a browser when you're going to do the online, when you're searching, when you're shopping online, but voice search, it's just one more thing. Don't take those little things for granted. Mm-hmm. And how is the keyword research part of it different for voice compared to optimizing for a website? It's more like keeping it simple. Going back to the way we, we used to do, draw things up years ago where we try to keep the keyword research simple. That's not to say we want to overload keywords or that we want to um, try and get too simple. But it's just if you're going to market, if you have something to market that's unique, to you what to your company or what service you have that's fine but make sure you try and keep this some of the simple keywords in there as well like least expensive cheap best reviewed things of that nature because people want to find out where they can get something inexpensive but they also want to know that it works so it's it's sort of molding the two together try and keep your unique keywords but also make sure you're you're keeping some of the more simplistic keywords in there too just again just think sometimes just keep it simple don't overthink it right away because again, voice search is going to keep evolving. I really think we're still in the early stages of it. So, and we'll learn more as we go, but we just want to stay ahead of the curve and try and think like your customers think. That's always the, mo- the best way to look, to look at it. And what do you think the future of voice search is? I think we're probably going to see, as I said earlier, it'll become more of the new norm. And we also might find out that people are going to, are, that specific products will stand out. Automated grocery lists will be much more generated by search rather than going online and typing in your grocery store delivery and then submitting it and waiting to hear back. You'll be able to create that online. So people will hear that, they'll know which products, they'll know which products are more the most popular and also brands, specific brands, because people will ask for specific brands, specific food items, specific varieties of colors of clothing. So brand smart brands will understand that. And try and, get, and make and try and make that part of their marketing pitch when they say, when they try and do voice search. Hey, 
we need to understand the consumer, but we want our brand name to be there when they go looking for, you know, best pasta sauce. So it's tricky, but I think that's going to become our new norm. We're going to get more automated. We've always said that. So it just, the reality is, is coming up closer. And so do you see brands too using it more for not just product comparison or finding a product, but also for content? Like I think it's Sephora that uses voice search to give any kind of makeup tips or something like that. That's not necessarily product focused. I think that's a great point. That's something we're look more at services. And I think that's an awesome point, whether it's makeup tips or tips for, you know, there'll be cooking tips or how to do home project tips. There's definitely an opportunity there with voice search because they're going to be, those services will be offered for voice search. They already are. So, but I think just, that's just going to grow. And, you know, we're going to start seeing it more in terms of when we, when we get back in our cars more, it'll be in our cars. And that'll go back to, into just how voice search will impact our daily routines. When we start driving home more, get back to the new, to a normal, hopefully soon, you'll see that it'll sort of be that behavior will be become normal. Just voice search and voice purchases will become part of, of people's routines. Do you have any examples you can give that of ways we've, as Blue Corner says, we've helped clients use this? You know, it's it's interesting. I think the best way we've done we've used this so far is just to make sure that people like is for local, making sure people know about store locations. It's really where I, I've seen it in some of our clients the most, making sure that we optimize for locations. That's you'd say that doesn't help with e-commerce as much, but it does help build brand recognition. And if people like a store and they know it's in nearby, even if they don't go to it, they may be that much more likely to maybe order from it, thinking that they're going to get it a little faster. They want to support a local business. If they can support a local business, yet still have the convenience of online. That's where we've seen it. But those queries tend to start with just like, where is this located to, to where I am? And I think because then they're just going to, they're going to have a recognition of it. And that's another reason why brand recognition is important. If they're going to ask Alexa, they're going to ask about a brand that they know or they trust. Right. So we've sort of seen that. That's where we've sort of seen it in the, on the ground level right now. I think as we get more and more into it, I think just in terms of the best deals is going to be a big thing. I think promotions is going to be huge for, for, for research. As we said earlier, um, we've seen it already, you know, online with promo codes. I think that's going to transfer over to voice search. And yeah. if that makes sense. And again, that's also just when you're... Google's always looking for great content. So mm -hmm. if the content on a site is strong, then when you start doing voice search and you're really just searching for anything in the way you're Google, you're not looking for a specific brand, think of it that way. If you have strong content on your site, if you're building something that you want to optimize for voice search, make sure that that content, have that same thought process when you're creating content. Make sure that, you know, don't overload the consumer. We want to keep things somewhat simple, but you still need to have the content is key. And if you build brand recognition, that tends to transfer across all channels, whether it's organic traffic, social media, e-commerce campaigns, um, I'm sorry, email campaigns. So think of that the same way as, as with voice search. If um, a brand has no voice search strategy today, what are one, two, three steps they could take, say this month to get started? Oddly, one of the things I would do first is make sure your, your site's optimized for mobile. Check your site speed, make sure, you know, there's, there's tests to use. If you have a development team with your website, have it checked out, make sure that your mobile, uh, that your site is really A plus when it comes to mobile readiness, because I think, especially at home right now, 
don't fall into the trap that thinking people aren't going to be using their phones. If they're searching with Alexa, they're going to go to their phones. So if they're find, if they find something they like. So right now, make sure that mobile's still strong. The other thing I would say in terms of just getting ready for voice search now is make sure your site's optimized for SE, is SEO friendly right now. Have an SEO audit done of your site. Find an SEO that you trust or a service that you trust. Have it audited and make sure your site's really not up to par at all levels of SEO uh, and SEO best practices because it's, there's always a trickle down. At the very least, you, you want to use voice search to try to get people to your homepage. That's the baseline. So once they get there, make sure it's SEO friendly for them. Make sure the user experience is great and make, you know, make sure everything's a positive experience. All down the line, you check out all this, your card abandonment, all the things that we sort of, I think too often assume all e-commerce sites do. And what we find, you know this as well as I do, we find that a lot of them have work to do. Do that first. Prepare, don't rush into voice search if you don't have the rest of your house in order first. That's paramount because if you have a better SEO website, friendly website, it's going to rank higher on Google. You're going to do better in search results. You're going to have better domain authority. You're going to have brand recognition. And all those things will factor in when you're asking Google's Alexa, what's the best place to buy uh, bath soap? It really will. You know, start with the basics. And then the third thing I would do is just try and keep an eye on the trends. If you do any research, you know, we all do research in our industry every day. We, we read the news. We have alerts set up. We look for industry experts, industry guidelines. Have a voice search alert set up or make sure you're reading about voice search news all the time. If you have a marketing team, it has to be on their radar because what we're talking about today could change in a month, not drastically change, but if, if there's just a little bit of changes or ways to improve it, data says that you know shopping trends via voice search have shot up and here's why. You don't want to be the last person to know. Just be in the norm. That's what I do, how we try and stay in front of it and try to make sure we're optimized for it. So mobile-friendly website, make sure your website's fully SEO optimized and your UX is also optimized and staying on top of the trends. Yeah, and another thing be with content, and one of the things we talk, one of the easiest, way to, easiest ways to add new content now is through blogs. Blogs might seem a little old school, but it's not really utilized enough, I don't think, sometimes, especially in e-commerce. A great blog is like a great newsletter that delivers information to your, to a consumer. When you do that, if you're going to promote something on the blog or your product, you know, you have links to your products or your category pages. If you're going to incorporate voice search, you know, or even if you have a YouTube channel, something like that, just make voice search part of that thought process in terms of how can I reach people with this blog or any type of new content you add to your site. And look, this is going to change. I mean, we can talk again in six months and we'll probably have a whole new discussion on what's been going on in terms of how voice search is impacting e-commerce. If I have an Amazon speaker, but someone else has a Google smart speaker, is there any difference between optimizing for the two or they, you know, when you mentioned Google and algorithms, that's the great mystery because Google doesn't really <laughs> give us a lot of information on that. That's by design. This is my sort of like my uh, answer that don't hold me to this beyond maybe this month because in six months from now, who knows what it's going to be like for the with those algorithms. But I would say don't try and get too Amazon-specific or Google-specific. The algorithms will figure it out. You already have people that are, are quite certain that Alexa is listening to their every conversation, which if they're listening to conversations in my house, they're going to get bored. But um, <laughs> I wouldn't get that specific just yet. 
Okay. But that's another thing to just keep an eye on. Are we seeing different results in Google versus Amazon devices? It's possible because we all have our theories on if one device is trying to push consumers to one sort of, to one product versus another. I don't know how much validity there is in that right now. So I wouldn't get that too far deep into it in terms of trying to identify or create for specific voice search devices just yet. Right. So right now, probably more focus on best practices for SEO rather than Amazon versus Google. You just said, yeah, you just said, I love those words. You just said best practices for SEO. Focus on those. Focus on that. See where it goes. Because that's the cool thing about voice search. It's, it's ongoing and it's going to keep changing. Exactly. Just like everything else in commerce right now. So. Exactly. We're, 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 yeah, we're going through some changes, but you just got to be prepared. And that's, that's what we're going to do. We're going to keep watching, keep preparing, and, and, be, and be ready. And listen exactly. to what your customers have to tell you. Great. Anything else you'd like to mention before we wrap up? No, I think, I think, I think we covered a lot. I hope this helps. Yeah, this is great. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate you joining us today. For those of you listening, you can find any of our episodes pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. But until next time, this is great. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me, Shannon. I uh, really enjoyed it.